0: Modco Internet Radio Network. I'm a merp and I'm back. I'm refreshed, but not really totally sleep deprived after a two week hiatus. Great to be back, though. If you want to join us live, that's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Or, no, that's not live. That's if you want to email noonerpodcast at x.com. Noonerpodcast at com. If you want to X in, um,
1: I'm is it just X? It's just X now? Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't I I never paid attention before. Hi, I'm John. I'm also a minor I, I, internet yeah. real estate celebrity. I don't even know. Marty, where have you been? I was uh, um overseas.
0: Oh, oh, you oh, okay. Uh, and joining us also tonight is Dan Etheridge. Dan Etheridge just motorboated
2: himself (laughs) in his own cleavage. Mm -hmm. Um, You you know what I like about getting older is uh, you get tits. (laughs) Uh,
0: While I was in Italy, I saw. um, That's where I was, John. Um, I was on vacation there. It was delightful. We're in Italy. I went, I started in Milan, went down to, uh, went to Bologna and then Florence and then came back up to Lake Como and no Como. (laughs) See what I did there? Um, but I saw photos of myself and everyone, I was like, oh, uh, I don't like that because he's bald. I don't like that because he has boobs, moobs. I don't like that because he's decrepit and looks like he's wearing mom jeans, even though he's not even wearing jeans. You know, uh, it was not fun. I don't like to look at myself these days, but um, great to see yeah, you. Yeah, you, you hit a
2: certain age and you're just gross. Yeah, exactly. I just I just see myself like ugh. Yeah. That guy's gross. Yeah. And What's I'm like, it?
0: do I smell this the way I look? Cause if so, I you, apologize you to everyone. Yeah. I apologize to you, Steve.
2: You know, when you've had a car for like 10 years and you're like, I don't know what the smell is, but I can't get it out. And it just smells bad.
0: And it follows me to the bed. That's oh. what you smell like. Right. All right. Huh? Um, I'm got the old man smell and, and I, um, what is, what is your old man smell? I don't know. You tell me next time you, you, we are in person. Cassandra uh, was invited today. She could not make it because she said, I can't stand triple old man smell tonight. Yeah. Oh, oh. Tonight, Normally I could, but not tonight. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we don't smell good. And I'm constantly reminded this, of this fact by my wife, who has an amazing sniffer.
0: Oh, I, th- I thought you said she smells amazing.
2: She does smell amazing, but I don't have a good sniffer, and so I can't smell myself. And she's like, "Did you wear deodorant today?" And I said, "Of course I did." And she said, "Did you reapply?" And I'm like, "What is what do you reapply? Have you ever guys reapplied? Well, John looks like the reapplying type." <laughs> I thought you put it on in the morning and you're done for the day. But like, no, you stink, dude. You got to wait. You're not I, the,
0: isn't there the the stuff with the clock on it that goes all the way to the military Marty, that's, time? That's that's, that's marketing. <laughs> I haven't worn deodorant since um, high school. What, yes, you, we know. Yeah, we there's know.
2: there lies the problem. Yeah. Um,
0: what, yeah. What, what problem is that? You, uh,
2: smell, you smell like fermented something. Racist. Yep. It's. Uh, <laughs> I said something. Not it, sauerkraut. That's fermented. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're getting into my ger- German heritage. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I was. Yeah, going
2: yeah, Martin. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. If I said you smell like kimchi, would that be racist? Because that's Korean.
2: It would be attempted racism.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And, you know, oh. that's worse than like, you yeah, know, spot like on your, racism.
2: Yeah.
1: Is it, is it really? I mean, isn't it a little bit
2: better? It's like when my mom said years ago about uh, Japanese drivers. She said they can build them, but they can't drive them. And I was yeah. like, okay, Wait, I was who, a child. Who said that again? Uh, my mom. Vicky? Let's not name her, but let's just, let's just keep her a character in Wait. the audience's mind. Oh, this is, like, them, this is like this is like thirty years drive. ago. Yeah, and then I went to Japan, and I yeah. sat in cars driven by Japanese people, oh. and they, they are the greatest drivers yeah.
0: on earth. And go to Italy and yeah. see how no they kidding, drive. No kidding, right? Yeah,
2: I thought I was going to die
1: in a cab in Rome when I
2: was in Italy. Like they are the worst drivers.
1: It's uh, apparently I have a French friend who says that the uh, the traffic or the the craziness of the drivers in France gets worse the closer you get to Italy until it's just completely insane.
2: Yeah. They, uh, they. But to be fair to my mom, I've been to China and they are terrible drivers. How I mean, dare I don't know. How dare no, you? No, no, how, no, I'm not saying you? Chinese-Americans. How I'm dare you? Cars um, but... are new to them as a society. and they're You don't not, want to make
1: they're... generalizations about Chinese-Americans, but you will make generalizations about 1.2 billion people who actually live in China.
2: They were all driving in Beijing and they were the worst drivers at the same drivers. time at the same you know, time.
0: It's like yeah. they just got off the bicycle for the first time and got behind the wheel of an actual automobile. Buick, let's go. Uh, yeah, it's a Skylark. Yep, yep. It handles well. So, the yeah, the someone in Italy when we were there they're like, "Oh yeah, we have we have laws,
2: we have regulations. Yeah.
0: We just don't follow them."
2: You know. So, but when uh, I was in a cab in Rome, this woman was having a fight with her boyfriend, and I don't speak Italian, but I picked up rent was due, and they were behind. And she had the phone in her hand, pressed up against her ear, but it was a stick shift. So at some point, there was no hand on the wheel as she was changing gears because she was going boo ba 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 and then how changing gears. It was. It's, it's, oh, like you oh you're still, talking about?
0: I thought you were trying to do Chinese. Never mind. Go on. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Go you on. know the.
2: You know how Chinese people talk? Boo ba ba ba. What's the matter with you? Don't you like your Mapo Tofu? What' wrong with you, Martin? I like that. Confused racist. That's a good character. (laughs) Confused racist. That's great. All right. Tune in. Somebody write that one down. I like that one.
0: (laughs) Uh, So. Oh dear. uh, Anyhow, it was it was really fun to be away, uh, and and my. Significant other was like, "What? Why do you keep looking at your phone?" Like the whole thing is to not like be be in touch. And I didn't, I wasn't constantly on my phone. But anytime I looked at my phone, she automatically assumed I was, um, you know, going back checking
2: out checking out OnlyFans.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because I wanted to see if Italy was any different. How is your OnlyFans going, Marty? (laughs) Oh, I'm still waiting. Still, and I thought that the market would be different in Italy. That's when I said that when that they were different in Italy. I meant the market, the, my customer base. Yeah, um, Chinese it,
1: at it,
2: Chinese American Cuckboy is just not taking off. No, oh,
0: okay. no, it's it's as it's as dry, bone dry, in the uh, on the in the continent on the continent as it is. What's here. the
2: matter with you? Why are you leaving with my okay, wife? Stop but... with
0: the Chinese racist bullshit. Okay, stop it stop it now god
2: uh so you just... want some more parmesan on those noodles though
1: <laughs> that's terrible it's
2: bad so it's on, on two levels it's working diametrically mm. and uh symmetrically yeah, yeah.
1: A no no a couple no? hours ago the right. just a few out- breaking news breaking news you won't you won't hear this podcast for like 3 days but rick just a couple yeah. of hours ago I mexico landed
0: a, on the moon i had a great bowel movement that i haven't <laughs> oh, had since i landed
2: oh, oh, uh, oh from so, the describe continent describe it in great detail
0: well um how do i describe pain in
2: words pain and pleasure was was it like was it like a football did it kind of come to a point at the end but in the middle you're like how did that come out of
1: how the hell have you ever had this experience where you you just it's unbelievably hard and then and then you're done and you look in and you go why was that so bad and then or alternatively that's what i said to her that was that was easy and then you look in and you have a baby like a a full-grown like six-month-old baby in in the toilet no? Um, okay. I, and now this shit talk has been brought to you by... Okay, moving on. Accurate. <laughs> Next segment.
0: <laughs> we got a glimpse, everyone. Um, so, the, no, this, the writer strike officially ended. The uh-huh.
2: Wednesday it will officially end.
0: Yes, uh, that would be tomorrow. Oh, so this is Tuesday, Tuesday night, and they voted tonight to agree to the tentative deal right to the deal the the terms agreed, of the deal they, they
1: accepted the deal that they the, ter- that we're the
2: term between. sheet it gets a thumbs up
0: and steve do you know all the the the, the major points of of the deal as a writer uh, a, a uh, Writers Guild more
2: member? Uh, what was it more data about what the shows do because more no one cowbell. knows uh, mini uh, no more mini rooms, some protections about AI, which I don't believe.
0: Wait, but what do you mean, no more mini rooms? Uh,
2: like they, they'll they build these tiny rooms to to write for shows that might or might not go. Um, right? That's yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I small mean,
1: rooms, you can't so, stand up in them and you can't lie down. They're, in very, they're like
2: the seven and a half floor in uh, uh yeah, being John Malkovich, you know, yeah. And some Except of these writers are tall. tall. Some of these writers not are almost five one. So they yeah,
1: not as up. well written. Yeah, because writers are small because they're not really well uh, nourished when they're young. Yes.
0: No. No. So, so what what does that mean though? Like, how do they? Why is that a good is is that a good thing? Should should a um, a writer's room always be big?
2: Um. If yeah, I mean. You know, it depends on the show, the budget and the experience. And, you know, like if it's a hit sitcom and it's the 90s, you have 30, 40 people in there. Like it's, you know. Right. Is that good? Is that is that necessary? I
0: I, I can see how it would be necessary on a big, broad comedy where, you know, you're trying to just get middle of the just right over the plate. But, you know, do you want that for a smaller show um where that might be more uh auteur driven ish
2: yeah taylor sheridan has he writes it all himself and like a lot of the british shows they're they're either written by mini rooms or a solo writer like you know they don't but you know that's you got to keep people in the business Well, why i mean (laughs) i don't know i mean because that's what unions do? They, you know, sometimes well, no, just they, keep they, people employed and protect. They,
0: they're protecting the workers. But if you're just there, like if Taylor, what's his name? Taylor Sheridan. Sheridan. So if Taylor Sheridan is just sitting there re- madly writing and they're like, he's surrounded by two dozen people who are just like, just eating, uh, you know, Krispy Kreme and, and Porto's, you know, uh, Cuban sandwiches, like
1: how is that a good thing you just came back from italy how can you be uh, saying all that people entire entire continent of europe is full of people who uh, get paid to do nothing yeah and what the guild thinks is when rooms
2: are larger it's easier for um new talent to get in i I
0: understand that yeah
2: right But but like are you saying like creatively is it important
0: uh yeah i mean like I mean, if you're an independent creator and you're or, or whatever, you're a small creator and, and you you it, it just feels superfluous, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess the SAG equivalent would be like, well, you got to hire, you know, if there's two people in a scene, you got to hire four more people to just kind of.
0: Right. But it's a two-hander. walk in and go.
2: What? It's a two hander. It, it, it's it's um. it's a walk and talk on uh, whatever <laughs> that stupid show was that your sister well, directed. Uh, West Wing, which was written by Aaron Sorkin alone, who writes it all alone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's systemic of the business, which is shrinking and trying to be more cost effective. And the guild going, no, no, no. no. We need to get more people into this. We need to refresh the coffers.
0: It's a weird balance uh, of like you want to shepherd you want to create a uh a a big flock of potential writers who know the business, who know how to make stuff happen. But at the same time, you also want to make the Taylor Sheridan's and the Aaron Sorkin's be able to, to create stuff and not like necessarily give the reins over to some Joe Schmuck, you know, Joey bag of donuts who uh, just walks off the street and is like, Oh, I hear you're hiring, you know,
2: showy bags of donuts
1: no just yeah one one bag one bag you know he's a a good writer um he wrote a couple of those episodes of the uh marvelous mrs mazel uh yeah yeah and
0: was also a character on the show as well yeah um played by
1: joseph bag of donuts yep Yeah, I think that's another racist um, comment. Actually, bag donuts. I think that's that's a racist slur. Um, but anyhow, Marty.
0: Yeah, I embrace it because um, I I went to Italy. Um, yeah, I see. So, how do you feel about the deal, Stephen?
2: I mean, I'm glad the strike's over. Right. I, how, I, I about the I'm, terms I'm, of the deal. Uh, I. Like I, I, I have no idea. Like I don't know how to negotiate something that large and that, like I don't know how to run a guild. So I don't know if it's, it all seems fine to me. But I guess my larger concern is, uh, like this is just going to keep happening every time.
0: Well, right. There, there should be a constant tension. It just shouldn't go to those extremes where we had the second longest writers'
2: guild well, strike and in history. Well, SAG is still on strike, right. and then SAG just. Uh, authorize a strike against the video game industry today. So SAG's and even worse. It's, I think it's for me. It's just like it's a signal that the business is sick. Um, right. And yes, writers should be paid more. There should be more writers. Uh, actors should be paid way more. If they're just like it's like teachers, but you know, not important. They all should be paid a lot more money. But the fact that studios said "Eh, fuck it shut it down let's see what happens um and gave a little bit but i don't know i i feel like it, it's like the like when you step back it's it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel like oh yeah this is going to be great like every at, like literally the deal was like agreed to and then stars canceled five shows they're like goodbye get everything out like it's Yeah,
0: it's a very uh, volatile time. Yes, Um, all you know Warner Brothers, Disney, Paramount, their stocks all have gone down since the beginning of the strike. Um, Well, they were
2: all on a downward trajectory before it. Right.
0: And and what happened to Netflix when their stock has gone up since the beginning of the strike? Yeah. So it's, it's... What's your theory of the case, Mr. Yu? Well, they have... Uh, I, I guess my... The the, the leverage that a, a union has is like, um, you know, we're not going to make those cars that you have orders for, and you don't have an alternative. Right. Um, uh, you know, UPS went on strike, and... You know, thousands of businesses are dependent on UPS to deliver their goods to their customers. And if that failed, you know, if they actually went on strike, uh, a bunch of people would have been screwed. Uh, But that didn't happen. UPS caved because they recognized the value of their, of, of whatever. You know, nobody
1: got exactly what they wanted, but it all but they resolved it. The union has had leverage. And in this case, the union doesn't, didn't seem to have any leverage. Right.
0: If you go on Netflix right now, like you've got that German, uh, thriller where the kid gets kidnapped and, you know, that's like number one, number two, you've got all the, you know, they, they can go to the reality shows. They can go to their German shows. They can go to their, their K dramas. And there's a, a, they don't care as much as paramount or warner brothers or disney
2: yeah it seems to be moving to the content model which like what does that mean well i, I I'm, I'm making up a term but it's it's got you, you need to be more like youtube which is just regenerates itself oh, every and, day and that's the other with, thing is with you, stuff youtube
0: and and uh tick you know like uh i, I watch like I used to watch all the the late night shows, and, and I know watch the the them you know all the things on YouTube or whatever. But now I just watch something else on YouTube, so I I don't feel like I've missed out on anything that was written by Writers Guild writers.
2: Yeah, I mean the last strike, it was like I think The Daily Show was still you know either on its rise or was like hugely uh, impactful in. Society, and when that went off the air, people flipped like, "Oh my god, I need my show." And no offense to Jimmy Fallon, although I heard he's an asshole uh, to work for. How dare you! Um, Nobody cared. Like I I, I didn't. There's not a groundswell of "Where's our late night monologue? The and so, "Where's my floppy-haired white guy?" Yeah. So yeah, the the, you know the United Auto Workers goes on strike. They shut the plants down. They stop producing cars. I cannot get to work. And also, a business not producing cars every day is costing millions of dollars. But right. the Writers Guild goes on strike, and SAG goes on strike. But there's still commercials. There's still unscripted, non-union stuff. What, like Kevin Hart was shooting some crap. My friend was working on like, isn't that guild? He's like, no, he doesn't care. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So, <laughs> oh my God, it, it's like the, the business needs to be more like the auto workers, where it's like entertainment as a union goes on strike and stop producing everything, including yeah. TikToks and YouTubes. And
0: but those YouTubers and TikTokers are not unionized.
2: Yes. And they're they're the ones they're getting screwed. And then but what I find interesting is they now have Patreon. They have ways to monetize. Right. Like off of the platforms, which I feel like, oh that's gonna be coming soon to like Hi, we got this show. We're on FX. Also, join our Patreon and pay our staff because FX mean, that's eight what product placement shit.
0: was before there was
2: Patreon, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's How do you feel a, about the whole business? As a whole? Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's going through a market correction. But you personally. What Be do you mean? Being, How do I feel? Yeah, being in it. You know, oh, oh, it's uh, it's over. It's done. I'm done. I'm there's there's nothing left for me.
0: I mean, I feel like <laughs> a, and John, as somebody who's been in and out of that business as I have been, how do you feel about this this evolution or, or whatever?
1: Again, again, how what, what is my intellectual thought about the entire entertainment business no, or what no, do I he, feel personally? Personally. Personally, I uh, I haven't been making my my living um, uh, from the uh, entertainment business directly. So, uh, but uh, just in terms of my, my personal, like uh, what I'm going to do is I'm no longer writing uh, things in the form of screenplays anymore. I'm going to write everything in, in terms of prose and publish it myself because I don't think that there's any, um, and I think the market for me um, and for uh in, in, just in general, is gonna is gonna is dried up and is drying up, and the chances of me getting a show made, uh, unless I unless it's a really well uh, good selling um, novel that I wrote and then I then it gets bought, you know. So that's that's I'm going to, to do it do it myself model. I can't I can't imagine the entertainment industry working for me. Yes, but for the
0: record, you have done very well. As a DIYer, uh, your your entire career
1: in a sense of doing, in a sense of finishing things and having them exist. Yes, and, <laughs> but but you know make what? Money. Well,
0: no, of course. But it, like, would you rather have written one thing that? Okay, if you
1: could do. What that means is I'm nuts. That means I'm a crazy person. No. I keep on doing things without any monetary success. Okay, I just like to work hard. You
0: have uh, a home, you have a family, you have uh, an opus uh, 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 or whatever, an oeuvre of, you know, of novels and and short films and a lot of work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think that like all those things, those. But Marty, just to be clear, those two things are not are not related. Number one, those two things are not related. I have a home because I did work. other, I did day jobs while I did all this other masturbatory stuff, and I no longer have any of that because I'm getting divorced. So, so your entire uh well, that is not related to that that work. It's not related to the collapse of the entertainment industry. No, no. Okay, so the okay. So I, I guess, but I,
2: I'm with you, John. I I, I really, <laughs> as someone who. Took on some DIY stuff myself because I just, like you, I said, we can't sell this. Like there's just the, 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 the watering hole is getting smaller and smaller in this desert and I can complain or I can keep trying to sell crappy ideas that I think, oh, we'll sell or some market signal person, an agent, a manager, a producer. Oh yeah. You got to have cops and this and that. So I appreciate this world. And yes, it is not lucrative. Right. Initially, but, um, I, I'm taking a cue from the creator class who are like, not lining up outside of studios doors going, you know, put me in your sitcom. They're like, no, I'll just do it myself. And yeah, those people are finding an audience, which yeah. ultimately is why we do all of this. Exactly. Yeah.
0: That That is my, my point, John. And, and of course I, I would love if we were all remunerated for all the work that we did,
2: um, oh, I have been remunerated for some fucking crap I've done. Exactly, paid I paid mean, way that, too much money. I made
0: a career out of that,
2: you know. Oh yeah, you're just awful.
0: Yeah, yeah, and
2: no, you're you're very good.
0: I'm no, I'm not very good. I'm I'm okay. But <laughs> but I've been I've been overpaid for, for a bunch of stuff and I've been underpaid for a bunch of stuff and I've been not paid for a bunch
1: of stuff. So I've been I really I I thought that your work on that Star Wars t- uh uh play was fucking fantastic. Well, and you should have gotten paid a shitload of money for that.
2: Oh yeah, you were good in that. Yeah, whatever happened thought, to that.
1: And I thought you know your what? work is, as a teacher on Veronica Mars was mediocre. Yeah, fair. <laughs> totally fair. I accept that
2: day player.
1: Paid, how much did you get paid for the Star Star Wars thing?
0: You know what, the playwright he uh, he's like who also produced it, and he's like, oh, you know, I just want to get all your information so I can send you a little check for for all the you know from mm-hmm, the tickets. Mm-hmm. Got nothing, nothing. Um, really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he actually said he was going to pay you. What yeah. a what well, they want a fool. I, I'm I'm a I'm a born fool.
3: Oh not yeah, you oh, yeah. yeah, not
0: you him.
1: Why I mean. Oh. He didn't
0: think he was gonna pay you, did he? Uh,
1: did I, you? I have no idea. I was, you read that? You you know, there's no well, money like, in theater. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, but no. No, I, you do it even for at Sacred uh, Fools. Uh, yeah. I got paid five dollars a a show. You know.
2: Yeah, we could barely afford that. I know. You go go, go to I, that Scoops place and go get a half a scoop of ice cream. Uh, right? Wasn't Scoops I'm, on the I'm other side of that? Intolerant, yes. So it was.
0: You know. Yeah. It's it's now near me where I live now.
2: God, I love that guy. He was so good. scoops scoops Scoops, dude uh
0: but anyhow like yeah yeah, it it is so i I think that now the the idea is like if you go into the world of creation uh being a creator whether whatever medium it's now more and more apparent like you can't do it just for money you know like there was a time like you could do it you could game it and and make Dumb money. You can't make dumb. It's it's very hard to make dumb money. I guess. Wait.
2: So you're saying David Spade on snake oil on Fox. He's doing it because he loves the idea.
0: I don't know what snake oil is. I don't. Who's this David fellow?
2: David Spade is a tiny little funny man whose assistant tried to kill him. So that's a, you know what kind of person he is. Um, I've, and I've
0: only met him. I, no, I shouldn't say I met him. I've only seen him once in in life, and that was at the the hollywood del taco in line and he was in front uh, in back of the line from me and just like at least he's got good taste short shorts and like knee whatever tube socks and then he sat one booth over and yeah like great story i I love great Great story i I worked on a show with him but yeah yeah tell us more about what what did he order what he did is he 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 said i don't that that del Scorcho is too spicy for me.
1: That's I want great, the
0: great. but the mild, the mild is not. Is there something in between? My
1: favorite Alfredo and jelly beans. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, battery acid and uh, oh, that's a good one. Uh, Captain Crunch. <laughs> cured duck yolk. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's doing you know, a show called uh, Snake Oil. And so he hosts it and it's a celebrity and a normal and they hear three pitches for products or something. And you have to decide which is the fake one. Like, oh, it's a Merkin for your guinea pig or some fucking horse shit like that. And you have to be like, that one's that's, that's real. Yeah, that's, that's the real one. And the fake one is like, it's a cure for cancer. Here's ah, the thing. Yeah. My Merkin no money is that. a guinea pig. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: the, yeah. Where
2: does the I Merkin don't. end and the guinea pig begin? <laughs> That
0: is the eternal question. My point was, celebrities—they're just like us.
2: Yeah, Spade needs the money, and, he's, and he, uh,
0: he so he can buy some bean burritos. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it, and I noticed more and more. I, going back to OnlyFans, Andrea De Mateo, who was in one of my favorite shows of all time, The Sopranos, now has an OnlyFans, oh, yeah. and I was like, really? And then. I I recently rewatched a, a fantastically bad movie called Wild Things or Wild Thing. Oh yeah! Absurd, Kevin just Bacon. fucking absurd. Makes no fucking sense. Well, with, with ne- Kevin
0: Bacon has a huge cock, and Nev got Campbell a, and uh, uh, Nev Denise Campbell, Richards,
2: uh, Denise Richards, Matt Dillon. Uh, yeah. Oh, and I forgot, Bill Murray, Murray has Kevin a huge cock.
0: Kevin that, Bacon for okay. some reason shows his isn't cough. that John McNaughton who who directed that who did uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer?
2: Yeah, like a real director. It's just yeah. it's a great movie. It's insane. It's but great. I'm like, what's Denise Richards up to? And oh, she's probably spending all that Charlie Sheen money that he had to you pay know, her. The
0: last w- this the penultimate acting job I had was on uh, some soap opera with her, and I played her doctor. Can
2: we just go back to saying second to last? Do we all need? We all know what penultimate means. I feel like it's just almost nobody knows
1: what penultimate means.
2: Really? I don't
1: know what it meant. I thought it meant first. I thought it meant first.
0: The first job I ever had was with Denise Richards playing her doctor. Well, Denise
2: Richards is she's playing a doctor. No, I played her doctor. Oh, is that where
1: you shuffled in and shuffled out? Uh, Denise Richards played the nuclear physicist on uh, James Bond. It's the one thing in James Bond I don't believe. Yeah. But she's on OnlyFans now.
2: Not Denise Richards. Yes, Denise Richards. Really? Is. Oh. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, is there's like these are famous people who have Isn't a lot there of age money? Like
3: <laughs>
0: oh, oh my god. Okay. Wow. I'm older than Denise Richards and I'm on wait, OnlyFans. Okay. Wait, John, did That's you transmogrify only... into
2: Tom Likas? <laughs>
0: With Timely sh- reference it's Flash Friday.
2: Likas 101. Hey, we gotta put an age limit on those only fans. <laughs> anyway, the 405 is a parking lot. 554 of uh, <laughs> 5. in the evening here. All right, it's Tom like Tom Likas was a or still is like a local LA broadcaster, and he uh was very uh not nice to women and had kind of like this is how you gentlemen, this, this is how you deal with your women. You can first y'all you of know, you gotta tell him and he had like the, one of those deep radio voices, and then you it see kept, a picture of him. He's incredibly nasal like that. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you don't like my voice?
1: No, it's fine. Nothing. Sorry.
2: He talk like the tub like us. Tub like us. Hey good <laughs> yeah. fellas, you've got to take your women. You gotta show them who's boss. And then you see the guy, and he he really looked like Jonathan Gold's twin brother. Like he was just this monster.
1: So what, that's that's what I look like. That's who I No, am. no,
2: no. I didn't say you looked like him, but you had right. that sounded like, like Hosean. Yeah. Okay. Like,
1: who was the guy who did all the voices on AM radio? He did uh, all the fake calls. What was his name?
2: So oh, yeah. Oh yeah, he's the best.
1: Phil oh, Hendry. He's not on anymore. What's oh, he's name? not. No, he retired because he was seven thousand years old. Phil. Phil. Phil Hendry. That's. Oh, Phil Hendry. Yes, Phil Hendry.
0: Yeah, he still has a, a occasional. Uh, apparently, he's just off his rocker. But one of the most talented,
2: Phil uh, Phil Hendry, right? Yeah, Phil, Phil Hendry. Phil Hendry. H e n d r i e. I had the the fortune in the '90s to go see him do his show. Wait, can you ex- just give a brief rundown of? His All
0: right, he's so he
2: won. He's what? He's only seventy-one. Oh, he's a, he's no, a baby. He, he still yeah. does stuff uh, occasionally. Oh, so great. in the '90s, there was a lot of conservative talk radio on AM, and it was call-in. So it's, they would now it's. Still oh, I'm it. sorry. There's currently still, uh, and so people I think
1: right right is not fair. It's more it's on um, FM too now. It's really it's more it's instead of right you should say Nazi. And it's not neo, it's just Nazi, not neo-Nazi.
2: So there there were a lot of shows where a host would have a guest on and then people would call in and talk and go I don't think that person should do this and oh it was a a format that it existed and so what Phil Hendry did was he faked the person that was on uh the in the studio with him or on a While call with playing him playing the host so he's the host, and then he would say, "Oh, I've got so and so on the phone. So, well, tell me about your children. Well, I, I take my, I, I treat my kids like this, and they when they get bad, I give them a timeout and a and then, and then them right in the crisper. I put them right in the fridge."
0: a third actual collar on, me. like and I, so. People I would, agree be scrolling with, I would agree through, and they'd her. hear
2: this woman saying, "I put my child in a crisper." Well, well yeah, but in the, the fridge, but and they'd be start... like, "You can't do that." They're like, "You don't tell me what you can do, or can't do." But and it would, would start do... with with them
0: saying like, you know, I I think that like, you know, we're too easy on kids. And then the actual caller would be like, I agree with you. And then it would then escalate to the crisper.
2: Yes. Uh, It it was just wild. He was was doing multiple
1: voices. It was masterful. He could talk to himself and do interrupt himself in different voices. And I think. From what I was told, somebody he goes in different mics. He, no, has, he, he would he hold would a, a phone. phone. A phone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, like it was yeah. just
2: why Like so he's. You saw him live? Yeah. yeah, I went to the studio once, and he does it live it, it because is the people call in from amazing. their homes. Amazing,
0: and it yeah. it really looks like when you hear it, you're like, "There's no way," and then you see so,
2: him do it, and it's it's just well, stuff. and there's no way people believe this because at a certain point, I'm the audience now. I'm listening. Like I know. You listen to the show because idiots call in, going, "You can't put your kid in a in a crisper," and then he, the woman's yelling, "You don't tell me what to do!" And Phil Hendry's going, "Ladies, ladies, please, let's let's be civil." I, it's I, so- I, I, like it's just it's insane. Like, yeah. it's so and then good. there would he would
0: it would there would always be not always, but a lot of times be a real caller being like, "Hey, hey, what the hell's going on?" You know, and it, it's it was just it was delightful. It's great. You guys, they're on YouTube. Go to YouTube, look up Phil Hendry, and, yeah. and he's—I believe
2: he's a voice on um, um,
0: Family Guy. Family Guy, or yeah. something,
3: yeah. He he did a Family
0: bunch guy. of stuff king guy. Of the King of the Hill, yeah.
2: He plays Principal Vagina on something. What what is
0: your dreams?
2: No, that's the name of his character.
0: Oh, well, in your dreams. Yeah, so he uh, he's retired basically. Yeah. Uh, but what a, what a, a treasure, like that will not happen. I, I, yeah. Uh, but anyhow, point being is there's a lot of media out there these days. Um, and I, I spent, a I watch YouTube much more than I watch regular TV and I pay for YouTube You know, just like I do any other thing. And I know that they don't get a lot of money for it. But But that's why there's Patreon. But also their production costs are less. So um, they don't have a studio, you know, or some of them don't.
2: Yeah. David Simon, who created The Wire and a bunch of other shows, was complaining in the press, you know, about these studio heads who call movies content. And he's like, you're just just, you know, disrespecting these great filmmakers. And he's right. But that's also like telling, you know, and I remember that word came along and I was like, I do not like, I don't make content. I make a show and people like it or they don't. And then it's slowly like, no, 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 I'm like, it's content, create content. Oh, we have a lot of content on our platform. And now there's a term content creator, Yeah, which is like,
0: which is totally valid for a certain class of, of creator. But like the Michael Shores who did The Good Place and The Office and whatever, and and uh, David Simon who are really outspoken during the uh, the strike, they are singular. You know, they're elite writers, and yeah. uh, I, I feel like their stuff is not going to be replaced by AI. But I know a bunch of writers. Who have written for hour long procedurals? Who I feel like their stuff could be rewritten by an AI. I literally do. Like, because I watched uh, while I was on a plane from for whatever, however many hours it takes to cross the Atlantic, watching um, like some Netflix uh, uh, show about witches or whatever. and I was like, "This is just, this is just passing the time, and nothing about this feels original. Nothing about this feels uh, fresh. Like, it could have been written by an AI."
1: How um, long did
0: you watch the show that you hated? Um, way longer than I should have.
2: Thirty six like, hours. Thirty six hours.
0: Thirty six hours. And I was like, "You, you hey, went on a hey, cheap flight, didn't you? You didn't get a direct. Stop, to, the, to, stop the plane." I know we have three stopovers, and I want to enjoy every bit of the stopover. Um,
2: wait, where'd you fly out of Milan? Milan, Milan to, to Juneau. back to Milan. No, wait well,
0: yeah, then yeah, yeah, but but then to Charles de Gaulle, which is a great airport Charles to watch the show to watch yeah. the show, and then
2: back to Juneau. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. then Mexico City, I'm like, Toronto, what, you know? Vancouver, yeah, Montreal, yeah. Minneapolis, Phoenix. Las Vegas. And then LA. I
0: said, "Now you can land, pilot." <laughs> I'm done with honey, this. Honey, honey, I got a shitty shitty great show.
2: deal on our tickets. They're $30. <clears throat> 36 hours of flying. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I just
0: don't f- feel like y- I I feel like there's there are a bunch of shows out there. There's a class of uh, procedurals out there. If you just put the plot points in there, as a a showrunner you could have an ai write the rest of it and then you can go back in and edit it and then just save a bunch of time because i know a bunch of showrunners who have been like yeah they submitted it and then i had you know i i couldn't meet this weekend because i had to rewrite everything that they wrote
3: Ooh.
0: you could do the same thing with an ai and have like unity of uh, of uh narrative and all that yeah stuff. It,
2: it AI remembers what you've prompted before right. hey g- stop making this character and then so, so Italian
0: like, uh, yeah they're not gonna be like oh, I'm gonna do something crazy you know yeah as uh,
2: yeah it, it's coming and that's my like Oof. yeah it, but is that uh, yes is it that will ruch? not replace Mike Schur and no David uh, David, David Simon, Simon uh, but it will replace like a lot of stuff that's like yeah, well, as a as a non professional listening, when you watch a show and you're like, I could have written that, right? You're right. You probably could have, but you don't live here, and you don't have an agent, and you don't. Your name like, isn't Dick Wolf. Your yeah. name isn't Dick Wolf, right. and you don't have credits. But so, you probably could write it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and but Michael Shure's argument, what it is, the, that a, as an up and coming writer. Off of SNL onto the office or whatever he came onto, like he was sent to the set and and he learned by because they required a writer on set um he learned the
1: process of of television creation I, I think that that's um I think honestly I've heard I've heard you mention that and I've read that from yeah. Michael's I think that's a that argument is holds absolutely no Value. That's that reminds me of when I read Ecke Homo, and Nietzsche said the way to become a genius like me is oh to God. is I'm to be sorry. raised exactly like me, and to eat bad potatoes when I eat bad potatoes, and to have a sister who I wanted to have sex with but I never mm. got to. Mean that if you, if you write Ecke Homo, he wrote he. Hey you're John, an you're an Eki Homo. He wrote Ekehomo Homo" just before he went completely out of his mind, and it really does relate. Just Michael like, Sher sure did, yeah. Michael Sher wrote Nietzsche's uh, Ekehomo. Homo." Um, no, the, the the thing is, is that wait, has- it, wait, wait, dumb it down. You you quoted a bunch what, of stuff, and like what I'm saying is is that, is that Michael Sher said the way that I came up is invaluable, and the only way you can learn the business. And meanwhile, there's people who are who are going to be the Michael Schurz of the future and they're doing it all themselves on uh YouTube and they're learning a completely different production right. process and and they they know how to use all the tools that they need and they they, you know what I mean? And, and they, that, are, that is the point
2: just, that I was, that it was, it was yeah. Different. He, he's coming out of a world that is a craft that, I, like, I totally you, agree with you. Both you, of you you've yeah. become an apprentice. I was a writer's yeah. assistant right, and I wrote a show. And right, then, right. so you, you see how it works. So you can fill the uh, economy with right. the widgets that it so requires. Yeah. But right. we're in a different time now yeah. where, like John said, you can learn all this stuff on your own yeah. or on just a computer watch quarter,
0: or crew. Or if you want to make a cake just watch uh, whatever it's all out there
2: oh how do you direct like it's really not that hard right it's like watch some videos and go do it and learn and, then, and make mistakes and, and then go then oh you it's can a-
0: tap into your inner michael Shore and and because to be clear michael sure is one of the funniest writers i
2: he's a fucking asshole well, that's fine. No, but he's a very he, nice guy.
0: Okay. But he's so fucking hilarious. Um, yeah. I've never met him. But... Okay. You don't have to say, eh. Yeah. Like, no, that is, that's is—that's not shitting on... That's shitting on me.
2: Why yeah. would you shit is on... Is it... No. I, it, it, John, uh, but do I, I don't think Shore, we'll right? get the level of the Michael Shores and the David Simons that that, that system produces. That, oh, I go but work it, on a Dick Wolf it, show and I'm a genius and I somehow get thrust into greatness. But will the numbers so it only produces so many right. David Simons. But right, right. If right. everyone if it's democratized and everyone can do it themselves. And, and you know, to there'll be, be to be clear thousands of little Michael
0: David Schur Sines. went to Harvard and was in part of the, the Harvard Lampoon. Oh he couldn't get into Yale? He was mm-hmm. part of the Harvard Lampoon. He his penis he, was his too penis. small. He like w- was very focused on becoming who he is. Then not everybody has that opportunity. Growing up in Connecticut and or wherever he grew up, um, and, and having every opportunity to do that, there's the sh- the schmuck who who is uh, you know just playing with his iPhone in you know bumfuck wherever, and that and they learn how to do compositing and st- storytelling through stuff on YouTube or wherever you know, so. I, I, I agree with you, John, like, like the whole paradigm has changed and it's a little bit more democratized. People are going to make less money and sorry, but maybe it's not, the, no, it's, it's, it's
2: good. good. It'll get the, like the charlatans yep. out, the people that make Pauly Shore sitcoms or like
0: who makes this crap?
2: Yeah. Like, yeah I don't know. I don't, Ch- you know, this, Chuck, I don't want to pick on anybody, Chuck but Lurie? like,
0: no, let's, let's
2: pick on somebody Chuck Lorre. Is that his I don't name? Not to pick on him, but like that—that that kind of ilk. Or he like, never hired me. He knows how to sell shows through the, this process. He's been making sitcoms since he was like 18. Right. And he—he he knows how to set up a dick joke and pay it off. And I find him completely unwatchable. But um, I totally forgot my point. What was I talking about?
1: Mm-hmm. You're talking about Pauly Shore comedies, like the one that. You uh, know, it'll, it'll get at
2: the people that are like, "Great, I'm me. I'm a mediocre talent." <laughs> and as I was just talking to a, a TV comedy friend, he, he, we were joking how TV comedy is a great place for people to not make comedy. Like, it's not really comedy. It's not funny. It's TV funny. It's eh, there's a laugh track, and oh yeah, it's okay. Occasionally, there's a The Office. There's uh, a reservation dogs, et cetera. But like most of it is, yeah, that's sort of a joke. Yeah, that's sort of funny. Now the actors kind of sell it. And I think those people have had a like a stranglehold on the business who are marginally talented, but very good at selling and very good at, at making stuff that like doesn't do particularly great, but doesn't do very bad. You know, the... Back in the day, it was called uh, a hammock show. It was a show they put between two hit shows, yeah. and it was like it kind of you, you lose a little bit of the audience after the first show, but you gain a little bit back. Who oh, like, ready to, like
0: oh. Uh, 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 Jesse or Joey.
2: Suddenly or... Susan,
0: how dare <laughs> oh, you? Love... How she was a tentpole,
2: and yeah, it's like now there's t- there's t- t- tons technical. of people that have like long storied careers, and you're right. like, I've never seen anything they've done. I'm like what? what the fuck is, what do they do? And it's like, yeah, they're just kind of, they're there, you know? They're the Del Taco of TV.
0: Okay, don't malign my favorite fast food restaurant, but there there is a... uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Alan Thicke. I give you Alan Thicke. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Okay, I just heard that Byron Allen is trying to buy ABC, and I'm like... Byron Allen from from real people,
2: real people. Yeah. Yeah. He's been like he's like a a media mogul billionaire. Oh, yeah. He's a billionaire.
0: Who knew? That's amazing.
1: me and Steve did. Uh, I knew. Yeah. He's he's been like, (laughs) I think almost everybody except you knew. I think he made his bones
2: off of doing comedy after Saturday Night Live back in the day.
0: I think, he like you know, Saturday
2: a... Live would end at one, and then he owned like one to two. I think and... yeah.
0: that's the key. It's not that he did one to two; he owned no. one to two. But that's
1: right. No, he he became a producer immediately. Right. I think he was on. Yeah, he football. like bought
2: up a bunch of cheap comedy, and then there's some people are stoned and awake at one a.m. at the end of Saturday Night Live, and he licensed comedy for another hour and just made gazillions and now billions of dollars
0: yeah yeah so for he those of you don't know that real people real Peel people was a a, a like a, a reality show of sorts where uh there was a guy who drank beer um on real people and he just yeah it was before
1: uh electricity yeah it was like
0: 1984 <laughs> when they were wearing turtlenecks and they were they had a stage that with like you know, curved edges and whatever God
1: Davidson was on it and he looked good. That's and how Sarah,
0: old was. what was her name? Sarah Purcell. Purcell Purcell. Yeah. And I watched it every Wednesday night, loved it. And Byron Allen was part of it.
1: And yeah. He... he was like a kind of hack stand-up, And yeah. I think he got, well, he, he was, was in the very, comedy. very young. He was 18 when he started on that show. That's amazing. And he looked around. He's obviously very brilliant because he looked around and said, huh, the people who own this are the people who are making money, and they just went from there, and has basically been a producer ever since, and everybody knows that he's a billionaire, except Marty's the last person to find out. Um,
0: I asked my mother, and she's like, oh wait, she knew that he was. But
2: um, She sold him a TV station she owns up in the Bay Area. he was
0: the Mr. Beast of the 80s. Yeah. Um, and, like, and that's the other thing, it's like, Mr. Beast is one of these, like, crazy like 100 millionaires who's on his way to be a billionaire that there's a a total class of people who doesn't who don't know who he is
2: you know um yeah and he doesn't care like that's he doesn't care and the the beauty of him is he's like i don't i don't need to be on tv right right Uh, he lives in like rural north carolina Mm -hmm. his costs are low and you know I see. Is that, that that's what like the, all these strikes are great, but like the guilds don't understand. Like you're not just compete- you're not just fighting for pennies from these platforms. You're competing against entrepreneurs who are like, I don't why pitch a show. Why like, hey, I'm just Mr. Beast it. and I'm going to do like nice things to people, and people are going to be mad at me for some reason because I gave blind people sight. But how um, dare I- you? How dare you give people sight? But he's not doing anything outrageously original. It's like feel good, you know, whatever. But he's, like, figured out the audience, which those platforms are struggling. They're like, Mm -hmm. what do you guys want? Are you sure you don't want any more DC movies? Like, no, we're done. Please, no, please. (laughs) Please don't reboot any more uh, universal horror stuff. We did not care for... I want a
0: creature of the black lagoon, but
1: I want, oh god, please no! But make please. it white. Can we please? Can we can we stop that? Can we just stop it? Yeah. If, but, is there a Frankenstein movie being made, and can we stop it? But to to what you're saying,
0: Steve, like the the sophistication of the independent creator, the um the the kid in their their basement with a, a video camera. You know, all of a sudden your phone can shoot 4K and, you know, you can learn a Blender, which is free. It,
2: it's never been about the tech. It's never well, been about, well, we is. got the it, best it, it lens. It, no, but it, it, because. No, 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 no. Can I finish? I actually started. <laughs> can I finish? I started, but you interrupted. But I interrupted you, so I need to finish. Okay, my go, inter- go ahead. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot that you interrupted me. Go. All right. He's just slow clapping himself. He's slow ca- clapping himself.
3: When
0: and are you guys gonna join in? Uh, when you provide something worth clapping for.
2: All right, get get uh, uh, get up on the. What, back. Was, I, what was I say? Uh, I interrupted you, but I forgot why. It, well,
0: okay. Ten years ago, there were a bunch of creators on YouTube who are like, "Oh, like there are, a, but there are these movie studios who are like." Okay, we got to capitalize on this. We're going to give N- Nigahiga a, a a um Settle a movie. Down. And it was not good. But then you've got now where I, I don't know I don't know what the difference is, but maybe it's technology uh that phones are better, um the tools are better, easier to use, but You've got the, those twins from Australia doing Talk to Me, which was a huge hit. Great movie. Great. And a great movie. So good.
2: So I think like a generation ago, what frightened people was like, oh, my God, it's so hard to make a movie or a TV show or a radio. It's right. like a movie needs these big lenses and cameras and guys in shorts with gaffer tape around their belt doing stuff and people going lock it up hold the work and all this crap and that was like my first job uh, it was great yeah i remember but w- what i've always said is like any any idiot can figure out how to make a film it's not that hard you can study it you can watch youtube videos now the the hard part is distribution right it's always been like and that like Until... when i was in the indie film world it's like well you raise a little money and you make a movie and then you Enter the marketplace with thousands of other movies that you hope get picked by 824 to them, put out into the world and promote, and then oh, please come see my movie. And all all this this technology has just democratized distribution. Much, uh, what some would say to the chagrin of some creators who don't make a lot of money, and like, I have millions of followers, and I blah, 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 and YouTube takes all my money. But it is always like, how do you reach your audience? How do you find right. the people for your stuff? And it, it's always been the system that's controlled. Almost, I would almost say like crony capitalism. Like you got to know someone to get your film uh, to the right, right person. So, so back, that they in go, the, back
0: in the 80s, there was ABC, CBS, and NBC, and those gatekeepers. Were the, yeah, gatekeepers. And news-wise, that was like it was all controlled, and it was and it was controlled in a very responsible way ish uh and then cable news came along and changed everything
2: disruptors yes disruptors, disruptors come and along then, oh, and
0: you you wanted news uh, at at uh, 5 and 11 or 6 and 11 or whatever we're gonna give it to you 24 hours a day and we're gonna tell you everything you want to hear and it, it changed everything
2: so any aspiring journalists should start their own news channel
0: uh, well, I, I think that you, you, that's one thing to, to, I think you need some self-awareness of like, oh, is, am I bringing something to the table, you know? And by the way, my new, um, uh, Marty massages himself channel brings a lot to the table. So please go to my Patreon. That's Patreon slash Marty massages himself. Hello? <laughs> Hello, is this a, is this on? Hello, John, John, is that your only thing? hit him with a
2: stick. Wake him up. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He is. Oh. He I, was a, I was just editing. I was just a video while you were talking about. Uh, in you know, I was just making some content. I was just making. I was. I'm a content creator.
0: Um, uh, uh, John. Yeah, it, it sickens John me
1: is, that that's he, the word, but that edits, is the he, word. He now. edits like, that's, my
2: massaging videos. By the way, that's where we're at. It's it's about these platforms. The the bosses look at their things as like, well, we have a lot of content. Well, the writers go on strike, so we buy a bunch of German sci-fi, Korean soaps. Just you
1: know, can I can I interrupt you sir, just for a second, Marty? Just a note. I need more close-ups of your feet for the. For Wait, the I give
0: you B roll. Did you not get no, that? I
1: need, I need close-ups of your feet. No, it gave uh, you
0: that on the B-roll. Did you not did, get that video? Oh, you don't know.
1: understand the obsession that your fans I have. I forgot to click feet.
0: send. My bad. Okay, you should have it now. Do you want to do
2: a quick record now, Marty? You want to just put your feet on camera and get a little B-roll? Okay,
0: okay, John, you got it?
2: You got Are it? you recording? Yeah. Right. There we go. All right, All right. Yeah. Here
0: we go. Would you put some oil on
2: there? All right. You got it? Now oil it up a little bit. Oil. It I've never seen bit. hair on the bottom of the toes. Always yeah. on that, the top behind you, the nail. You
1: know, Steve, that's the that's the secret uh, sauce. That's money oh, oh, that. that. That's why Maker. he gets the big bucks. I see. I see. We, we, make, yeah, we my, spent We seventy-seven dollars last week. <laughs> we got fourteen million views.
2: John, you got it. <laughs> Rotate uh, the ring toe. And cut. Is that right? Okay. all right oh it.
1: that's sweet that's gonna be all good right. thank, you john. To work
2: with. thank you john yeah appreciate it yep uh yeah
0: um so oh, i saw a
2: good movie speaking oh, go, of go now on. that we've complained Please. about content
0: i want to yeah uh
2: because i hate everything i don't know if it's my age the business i'm in it's you or it's the you. current it's state. You. It's, it's you.
1: You It's, just it's you.
2: I just <laughs> see everything, but and I'm like, John this. and I, John and I, immediately were like, No, no, it's you. It's you. Okay, good. It's you. Now, it's you. This is one of the worst therapy sessions I've ever had. And get the most accurate and to you the- get what you pay for. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Elderabuse.com. Uh, no one will save you.
0: Okay, so this is what's her name, Caitlin. Caitlin um, Deaver. Sure. Yeah. So she was in Booksmart. Oh, that's where I know her from. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So go on. Explain the, sh- the premise.
2: Uh, how I found this movie is I like to track the torrents to see what people are trading. It's on Hulu. That means it's on Hulu. I, I, it has... Can, I watched it on Hulu. I pay for Hulu. But this is how I need to find shows now. I need to see what the nerds are trading on torrents. Because they're it's like. Smart.
1: You're a smart is- man.
2: And I'm like, I have never heard of this movie. And then yeah. so I, I looked at, I don't know, Rotten Tomatoes or something. And it was highly reviewed. And I was about to click on trailer. And I went, nope, nope, nope. Just just watch it. Just don't know. I don't know what this is about. I don't know the genre. I just know a bunch of nerds. I couldn't follow it up. the
0: words. I couldn't follow the words. Like there was like I was like, can can I put on the, the subtitles? I, I just couldn't. Oh, you're being it.
2: funny. Yeah. Because you saw it.
0: The fact that I knew oh. that Caitlin Dever didn't. Well, you me. could
2: look it up. You you saw it or you didn't see it?
0: I saw it. I I said it as soon as you mentioned it.
2: Well, I talked over you, so I don't. I didn't hear. Oh my god. You're the one. And it was it's a, a alien invasion movie.
1: Oh folks doing it for me. I have to watch it.
2: So it's really spoiler good. spoilers for everyone listening live. Fuck okay. you. For listening. La, live. La,
3: la, 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 and
2: John, you can turn out. But if you're listening potted, stop now if you don't want to hear anything about it. Stop now. And three, two, one. So it's they are done. die. Oh, we got rid of John. Thank God. Fuck. Where that bit was funny, yeah, I'd never seen this movie, but I knew he'd tune out. Yeah,
0: now the the guy who directed it, he wrote this movie that was really um, well. He wrote The Babysitter, which I was not a huge fan of, but Love and Monsters, which is a good um, post-apocalyptic mm. film, uh, which is this is kind of related to,
3: um, you know,
2: it was so. It's a girl who's in crisis. Uh, something haunts her in her her past and she's in a big old house out in the middle of nowhere and aliens show up. And I was like, Oh, cool. And the first act is so well-directed and so tense and reminded me of Spielberg back before he got Spielberg. Like, it's like, Oh, this is like a really, the movie's PG 13. There's no blood. There's no craziness. Like it's just sucks you in. And then it goes off in a direction that I did not see coming and spoilers. It's here it comes. There's one line in the entire movie.
1: Whoa. Which it's, is Marcel Marceau
2: I, I, comes in and says, no. He goes, you, you, fuck you, you, Mel Brooks. And then walks off. No, it, it uh, and so I did not know this going in. I about 30 minutes in. I'm like, nobody said a fucking word in this movie yeah, at all. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. wow. This is some great storytelling because you don't have any cheesy scenes where people are telling you what you already know. Or and Caitlin Deaver
0: re- is, ex- is known in the business for being like going up on our lines and forgetting stuff. So. Oh, really? She oh, is? Oh, yeah.
2: It's well known. Well known. Did, did, did she forget? <laughs> oh, there was a whole script that she just couldn't remember. Any- <laughs> She's like, just fuck it. We'll just do this one MOS. Fuck it. Another one. MOS. Fuck it. She can't well, remember a fucking
0: line. It, it, there, there is a I lot wrote a
2: thirty-page monologue. She pants and
0: and screams. It's the opposite of a Tarantino movie. movie. Yeah.
2: Everyone shuts the fuck up, yeah. and a movie it's, happens. It is where you are so tense yes. the whole way through. It is really, really well done.
0: It's a, it's an excellent movie, and, uh, yeah. Halfway and it, through
2: it, I just said aloud to no one, "I'm like, this is really good." Yeah. And, uh, I have not said that in a long time. Yeah. And and well so. she she's
0: a great actress actually. I think she's fantastic. fantastic. She's done a ton of shit in in the past, you know, 5 years that she's been super active. Like she's done just uh she was in uh, that uh the she played the Oaksman. Russian girl who who um who pretended to be um you know, duped all, all those people out of, out of their money uh but anyhow she's she's a fan she's an incredibly versatile actress
2: um i didn't know if she was in it i didn't know the genre i didn't know what yeah. it was about i just knew friday that's, that's how you nerds go- were trading it on torrents and i'm like all right i'll watch it it's on hulu i watched it now here i am talking about it so the, the process worked that's exactly how well
0: almost exactly how i watched it is that i was getting on a plane and i um I read something that like this is a really great movie. There were no reviews at that point. It was just on on X and uh and then it slowly downloaded and I watched it and it was it was it's a great it's a really good movie. And it's also just a good um a, a good exercise in in just economical f- storytelling, you know.
2: Yeah, but it didn't feel cheap or no, like, hey, we don't have all. a lot of money, so we're gonna do it this way. Like nope. The effects were great. Yep. And I just kept going, All right, so how is this gonna end? And like it it kinda reminded me a little bit of ten Cloverfield Lane, where I'm like, This is so great, this is so great. And then the ending, I was like, This is so not great. Why did they do no Oh
1: it's I like that movie. I, I just. I, One of my students said that uh, I haven't seen 10 Cloverfield length. Said exactly the same thing. Such a great movie. So
2: good. So good. And then they ruined it with the ending. And I'm like, I I was the same way. I'm like, this movie is so good. She has said one fucking line in the whole movie and they're aliens. And what the fuck? And it, it uses the tropes. Like the aliens look like aliens and they have fucking flying saucers and they have the beam that pulls you up. Like so many tropes that I'm like, Oh, this is an alien movie, and then they subvert it, and I'm like, "How is this fucking? How are they gonna stick the landing?" I'm yeah. gonna be like, "Boo!" And I went, "What? Uh, Whoa!" So Did not expect to that. give
0: you an example of how what this what it, uh, the the context of the film in the U.S. it's it's at on Hulu, and in Europe it was on Disney.com, so it's not like it's not some sort of um B movie that is full of gore and violence even though there's a lot of gore and violence on Disney um in Europe but it yeah it's a, just a really thoughtful film and uh, I love that that we're yeah and I I think that this would not have been made um this movie would not have been made 10 years ago sure yeah don't you think
1: and, and, um, there, yeah, there I, was... I just want to, cause you, you said the thing that the movie that's about the, uh, the Russian con woman that stars Julia Garner doesn't, it doesn't, so that, and that is, um, something else. All just right. It's one of the con. Okay. That's, yeah.
2: Oh, the chick who was living in the hotel in New York thing, and yeah, pretended she was, she was okay. Yeah,
1: that Different was actress. Garner, who's also really good. But she, the thing about Julia Garner is she can learn her lines uh she uh, oh, oh she was in this
0: uh what was the movie um uh she was in uh oh she's in dope sick and didn't see it um no there was another movie that she was in where she, uh, un- unbelievable that was the one that she was in uh it was a not she played a, I mean, totally different, but it was like one of those real-life stories that was turned into a, a movie. And Unbelievable was about, um, uh, I, I mean, it has nothing to do with what I said it, it it did, but it's about, it was, both of them came to me via podcasts, and I would say that that's what it was. But um, Unbelievable is an awful, awful, awful story. But um, Oh, okay. Yeah, so... But she's, um, was good in it. Is so. it
1: based on the uh, the song? <laughs> You're unbelievable. Oh! oh! Do, 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 do.
3: Yeah.
2: We're going to dip oh. it in the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack of water.
1: It's mail sack. The Why did you play
0: that? You're unbelievable.
1: What?
3: Uh,
0: what? Uh, 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 EMF, right?
1: Yeah, something like that. All right. Ask me your questions. I used to think that was a good song, and I listened to it again. I was like, this song sucks. But why did it become huge? I don't know. Because it sounded like it was going to be good. It sounded like it was like this could be a good song, but then it really the production. Yeah, never mind, never mind. But there are some one-hit wonders that are great, right? There are, and I and I always remembered that one as being good. But it, I can tell you, there are no Kaja Goo Goo.
0: If there are no Jesus Jones right here, right oh. now. You know.
1: Oh, that song makes me
0: cry. I love that song. <laughs> John, stop crying into your camera.
1: Yeah, because it's so true. 1989 was such a magical time. It's
2: such a good year. <laughs> such a good year. No.
1: Peter,
3: <laughs>
1: Peter
0: W.G.
2: Who?
3: Oh. Oh.
0: Who?
2: Who? Oh, hi, oh. 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 oh, guys. Oh. Uh,
0: I, I think he just celebrated an anniversary. I, I Well... While I was on vacation, I went on Instagram. I don't normally, and he he had a, shared a photo of his uh, spouse and congratulations, Peter. I, and, and you started stalking her. Is that the story you told me before? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. So yes. Oh, bring that up. Uh, but congratulations, Peter. I, I'm so excited for you and uh, and yeah. That's fantastic. We need to get you on the show. Last time I asked about you, you were uh, not feeling well. But we'll get you on when you're feeling well because um, we want to catch up with you. Yes. Yes. So uh, he says that since we hit fall, we hit fall.
1: And, we hit fall. Not here in California yet. Well, today, yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday was cool.
0: So that would be fall. And Halloween yep. is around the corner. So, mm-hmm. he, oh, well, see, then he brought us this. Uh,
1: uh, 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 um, uh, um. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, you like it. being prepared, Marty. Well, all right, thanks. Here we go. Dead air, dead air, dead air, <sighs> dead air, dead air. Dead air.
0: Cassandra's soft chiches, coming at us in threes. I miss Cassandra. Oh, I hope I hope you're okay, Cassandra.
2: She. Are you still reading the letter? I'm confused. Where are we?
0: Well, he said that coming at you in threes. So th- oh. these are uh, Peter W G's softballs, um, soft chiches, soft chiches.
1: Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. that was good. All right. Yeah, that's well
0: produced. That's on me.
1: That was. Yeah.
2: So oil drum there. What's your favorite
0: horror movie monster or character? For example, Michael Myers.
2: Is Alien considered a horror movie, even though it's sci-fi? Yes. Does he have a name? Uh, the xenomorph. I don't yeah, think. Xenomorph. I don't know if it's a he uh, or she. I don't know if that's Z- a
0: name. That's kind of saying, oh, "Hey, no, that's you, the, you." Hey, you human. That's not a name. That's
2: I believe a... it was a she, and I believe her name was Phyllis. In okay. the Script. So okay. So Phyllis. Phyllis So xenomorph. Phyllis
0: is your Phyllis xenomorph. Is your Phyllis? X.
2: I I uh, love that movie. And then uh, in college, I got stoned out of my mind and went to a comic book museum in Northampton, Mass.
0: As when and as when they're
2: stoned. And stoned out of my mind, I turned a corner and there was a life-size xenomorph statue. I don't know. It was seven feet tall with that giant head and the extra teeth shooting out. And it was just the, a parking and meter. And it scared yeah. the fucking shit out of me.
0: Just a parking meter, but go on. No,
2: it was really a xenomorph. Eh, but We'll when, never, when know. You, we'll when never know. We'll when never when know. You, when you, it was not a parking meter. It was in a comic book museum. Yeah, And when you see that thing up okay. close... Or a model of it. It's fucking amazing,
0: H.R. Geiger. So G-
1: we I don't think we have time today, but we have to sort of unpack this <laughs> this comic book you see. <laughs>, it, in, in
2: <laughs> Why do we have to unpack it? Why does that, it, it... It,
1: What the fuck is that? that? Northampton, Massachusetts. Where? Where is it? North. What? Yeah, it was you, by know, UMass. you know, it's the hub of comic
0: bookdom. It's, it is? It, I mean, there's a lot Stan, of... It's where Stanley did. and Steve Ditko never went to.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like the, the baseball hall of fame it's um, because it's in the middle of nowhere. You know, I will say that
0: Alien is a slasher film with an alien, you know?
2: Okay, you fucking jackasses. It's called World and Pictures Museum.
0: Oh, Steve, Steve, I'm supporting you.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, it was, dis- it was dissolved in 1999.
0: Yeah. Okay, so oh. it's gone. Oh. Oh, because Pride, it never Pride. really existed. The
2: Words and Pictures Museum of Fine okay. Sequential but, Art is but, an art museum in Northampton, Massachusetts, dedicated to the exhibition oh, wait, 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 of narrative Steve, Steve, art, Steve, cartoons, sh- comic sh- books, sh- and graphic novels.
1: And you know what happened? George Lucas heard about it. And he put uh, it out of business. Oh, well, he I'm business. going to sue all you guys. Uh, yeah. how are you doing there? There can be no uh, um, story museums. I is I own it. I own the idea of a, of a story museum. So, uh,
0: I there's nothing. There's not much science in
2: Alien. It's no. Uh, I mean, it's really they are. They're in
1: space, and there's, if, you, if you watch the all of the movies, which I have because I'm. I'm legally obligated as a as an incredibly geeky guy. It gets more and more science and less and less good. Right, mm-hmm. right. But the, it, it gets the, explained like in 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 Alien like seventeen Prometheus right Prometheus twelve or but, whatever. It's just shit.
0: The first one you can swap out Michael Myers with with the, the Xenomorph and it's the same movie.
1: You know. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Sh- yeah, sure. And Star Wars is a western.
3: <laughs>
0: no i'm glad you can finally came this around john okay i'll win i win <laughs> um yeah. i can't believe that took this long um so peter wg's second softball
1: is- Oh wait, wait. Hey, do i get an answer or no is it just for steve okay never mind i don't have a good answer anyway no no go go um i the first thing i got godzilla not the just the original Godzilla, the black and white, you know, and, and not well. The, the Tojo, the Tojo Studios Godzilla.
0: Racist. Uh, why? Why is it? Is that your favorite monster or character horror movie?
1: Why horror movie? Because well, first of all, because it's not all that scary, and second of all, because Godzilla and he's the king of all monsters. Okay, but
0: it's not a horror movie. It's some- oh, yeah,
1: I know. I don't like. I don't like oh. horror movies. What what was There's the feature double feature on channel 56? Okay. So what was
0: movies. the horror movie that made you shit your pants? I have
2: dated heresy. This is the movie loft. <laughs> That's just for literally just for John. Yeah. No one will get that right. Yeah,
0: written. John is so excited right <laughs> that now. Great. Uh John, what was the the movie that that like that triggered you?
1: I uh I I went my friend and I uh we went to see Friday Friday the 13th uh part Two or number two, and we left uh, in the first uh, five minutes when he he came out of the lake, and we went and saw Death Wish. <laughs> that was basically, that was that was it for me with horror films. And all, also, then I told my I told my students, you know, I said I've never seen Hereditary, and they said you have to see; it's great. I said okay, so I watched Hereditary until uh, the scene that's about fifteen minutes in. Twenty minutes. No, no,
0: no, no! no, Don't, don't spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it. Don't
1: spoil it for anybody. All right. Well, a certain family member comes to an untimely end. How about that? Um, That was that was it. And then and then somebody said, "Oh, Midsummer's really good." So I watched the first like fifteen seconds of Midsummer, and I was like, "Okay, it can't get worse than this." Thank you very much. It's storytelling. It's just it's fiction. Uh huh.
0: Uh did you watch the first? Maybe it's because you have,
2: you... Su- you have such bad taste, John. Oh, yeah.
0: John, maybe you were confused because <laughs> you didn't know what was going on because you missed the first Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So next next uh episode we're next gonna bit. next podcast oh. we're gonna watch we're gonna live stream Friday the thirteenth, part one. I wanna be clear. I
1: don't think that these movies are bad they just scare the fuck out of me and i go
2: know- oh okay okay so you just you yes the beginning of midsummer's like ooh this is a dark beginning this
1: her, is- her her
2: her sister murders her parents and then kills herself
1: yeah and you're yeah like,
2: that's oh jesus yeah. christ i mean what what a way to start and a- by the way
0: hereditary you'd be like you'd watch that and be like oh okay i got through that part and then you'd be like eh, nothing's happening and
1: then yeah shit goes down yeah yeah yeah. no i just and it's just it's so so upset it's fucking upsetting and and my here's my thing about hereditary and midsummer my theory of the i mean my argument against those movies is that the worst thing that could possibly happen in real life happens early in those movies and then some other shit happens and i kind of don't care there's nothing that could be worse than what happens at the beginning of those movies. nothing fair fair and I don't even know what happens because I didn't watch it because I was so traumatized. Oh, was like, this is- Come
0: on over for the next uh, podcast. We'll. we'll uh, we, uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna Clockwork Orange you into a seat. I love Clockwork Orange.
2: Yeah, it is, those movies are a bit of trauma porn. Like they start, the characters just like at their lowest, and they're like,
1: "Get ready, we're going yeah. down. The dive, dive, dive. The more, sub more, goes even more stuff will happen. But really, mm-hmm. you know, you go, you go, get up and get up in the morning. You go to the car and you see your. Is something in the back seat, and you go, "Oh, okay, yeah." <laughs> All right, fair. That's fair. Uh, I so like keep living after
0: that. Sure. Peter WG then goes on to ask, oh! "We're on number two. Uh, what was your favorite Halloween candy as a kid?" I mean, that's easy for me. Um, what is it? Chewy sweet tarts. It's like, how can I make the sugar like be? Pleasant to my gums, uh, my my teeth that are already rotting. I had so many cavities as a kid because I ate so much candy. Um,
1: that explains a lot. What does
0: it explain to you? Just a lot. Like what? Like a lot. Just name one.
2: Well, so I your could, he, your head is filled with cavity filling material? No, whatever baby, gold or my baby teeth. Oh wait, they why would they put a fucking filling in a Baby too. I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's gonna fall out anyway. What's grew the? Grew up in the Bay Area. They did yeah. things like that. Hey
2: man, we're just gonna like nurture this little <sighs> little baby here. We're just gonna, but it's gonna fall I've got, out. in six I've got months. lots nah. of. I got lots of fillings. I got but, lots of fillings. But no one gets a fucking cavity in their baby no, teeth. No, in my,
0: I, I was, I, I have in my current teeth, I have lots
2: of fillings. So you have a lot of lead in your. Like it, I. Or whatever they put in there. In
0: my brain. Um, yeah, I could. Well, not...
2: What What is the substance they put in your in your
0: teeth? I could not be. Well, it was lead, and then it leached out into my brain. Oh, okay. but but yeah, it's, I could not be in a period it's film it's because gold. if I open my mouth, they would be like, that's eh, false."
2: So that's what kept you out of uh, exactly uh, in, in the age <laughs> the, of innocence. The age of innocence. I was yeah. gonna
0: say the age of innocence yeah, because you know, Michelle or as, Pfeiffer... as
2: Gary Oldman told me, I watched that movie. It was called the Ages and Ages of in- Innocence. Anyway. <laughs> well done. Oh, because it was long. Well, all done. right, dude. I'm gonna go back to my office. I I gotta go yeah. pretend to work for yeah seven o'clock. There, there, there the was home. the
0: famous flub where you see M- Michelle Pfeiffer's like breath mints in her whatever sleeve.
2: She's wearing an eye watch, even though it wouldn't be invented for 25. Yeah, years. Yeah, but that's I that's
0: that. that's the privilege of celebrity, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> um. So. But that was a really fun one. I was not a huge chocolate person as a kid, uh, but I am...
2: That explains more it now. a lot. Oh, yeah.
0: Like what? Name one. Name one. What? 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 Come on, John. John I mean, it, it, it is what? a
2: telltale I a really sign of question. Uh, ADHD. It's, what?
1: Yeah. What? Not liking chocolate.
2: Not yeah, liking chocolate. Also, There's a corollary to people suffering from ADHD. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And also the flat earth. It just explains the whole flat earth thing.
2: What flat earth thing? What?
1: The whole flat earth thing it's uh, chocolate
2: based yeah it's but the tectonic shift is really least chocolate favorite, moving and heating up and moving and then yeah it would be like
0: i i would get my pillowcase of candy and then pour it out and then like sort through it and all the ones with coconut would go on one side and the mounds would go on one side and the um almond joy would go on the other and just, your parents let you use a pillowcase. And I would just it's throw them out. I would just privilege. throw them out because who gives a shit about those shitty, shitty candies?
2: See, those were my favorites. I love... Nice. Yeah, although, the, the one... What's the one with the almond? Almond <laughs> Joy. Almond nuts. That's in the name. Uh, I hated that because I'm like... Don't. Don't, don't try and fucking give me nourishment candy. I don't want a fucking nut in there. I just want stickly sweet sugar. So I loved mounts. I All loved right. them. So was that your favorite? Absolutely my favorite. Wow. I okay. loved. Co- I still love coconut. I don't know what it is about uh, me.
0: I, I like it now, but I didn't like it then. Oh, um, I loved it, John.
1: Uh, what's my favorite? I. Uh, I, I guess. Uh, I guess I like. Barely the- pound cake. <laughs> I like the I plug of tobacco. It. My favorite was. The apples that had the razor blades in them. Yeah. Never happened. F- false story. Yeah. Bull no, no, it shit. happened. It just didn't kill me. Um, no, the uh it made him stronger. Are you
2: sure I should eat this, Mom? Yeah,
1: yeah, John. Go
2: eat your Kid fucking cat, apple. You like really? apples? You like them apples?
1: You know, it really it's funny because it's so true. It absolutely has never, ever, ever happened ever. And people still talk about it. Yeah. Never ever happened.
0: Um, the razor blades in candy.
1: Razor blade. Any anybody poisoning. No, no kid any, has like, ever died of poisoning
2: at no, Halloween.
1: Well, actually, some oh. somebody tried to kill somebody in their own family. Yes, yeah, a,
2: a like, dad tried to kill their kid with heroin and candy on yeah. whatever. It's not hard, like,
0: man. I've done I it mean, like man. I mean, what?
2: I know. The kid was such a junkie, he was like, man. Yeah. Uh, that's it, gonna keep that's gonna keep me straight for 12 hours man are dumb like there's so many ways to kill a kid like oh yeah it's never happened and every year of the news is like they're sprinkling fentanyl on the jujubes. yeah watch out yeah. and it Nope, never yeah. happens. But you're you fine. should
0: still, if you're a parent, you should still be vigilant
1: and careful.
2: Yeah, sprinkle your own fentanyl on your. When the kids get the candy well, at but, home, then you sprinkle yeah, the but fentanyl.
1: But do it light. It. I think it's really. Start I think out, what we, we should totally teach everybody to be afraid all the time. It's really a I good thing. You just start with
0: with a light dust of fentanyl. You know, they're going to need to build a tolerance. Yeah, it's in exactly, the water. Exactly. You're only helping them. Uh, what's the best? Halloween costume you've ever had Ooh. or done
1: you've ever what or what what's, your, what's the best Halloween costume you've done me or my son because it's two completely well it's actually the same thing the oh. headless horseman What? headless horseman when I, was, when I was young I put a bucket on my head and a sheet over myself and then I carved out a pumpkin and put it on top of the bucket and it was pretty darn cool I told my son about that and he went to the costume designer who lives down the street and that she uh, made a German Hessian costume for him and he was about 11 and he had a missing head it was completely looked like he was a person without a head yeah. and because he was the Heidi he was he was the his missing head would have made him an adult it was the scariest awesome costume so incredible that was him yours sounded really shitty um, well, it was. It was. I won the costume contest of Hampton, New Hampshire. Yeah, that's
0: like saying um, like I won the like uh, the uh, museum, con-
1: the comic book museum of Northampton, Massachusetts. Yeah, that, it was a
2: thing, you Statues.
1: fuckers. It existed. The Whatever. internet proved me
2: right. You cunts.
1: <laughs> the xenomorph. <laughs> so funny. It was a xenomorph. What do you call it? A statue? Yes. No. It was a real xenomorph. It was a, a real statue. one.
2: They had one in captivity. It was just walking, walking around the place talking about this one-man show that was playing down the street. I'm like, fuck yeah, you.
1: watch it. It's good. That's what like, happened before YouTube. People had to do one-man shows. The one-man show. Oh the xenomorph
2: would, would say a line and the little tiny mouth would come out and go,
1: "Rap, quack, 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 You
2: know, like, that would be the punchline. Um, <laughs> it was like a ventriloquist act within <laughs> one... Uh, it was very good.
0: Steve's uh, favorite costume was when he played a nice guy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you no. Know, yeah, John, I,
0: S- <laughs> Steve, what was your favorite what was your favorite costume?
2: I think it's a three-way tie, but uh, my mom made me a really good Dracula costume where she sewed a a bat into my shoulder, so it was per- oh, the bat perched on my shoulder of the cape I was wearing. That was really good, but I remember as a wee lad I went as a robot so I was in just a bunch of boxes that were wrapped in aluminum foil, and it was just fun to be in a box and walk around. I don't know. I just remember, like, I'm protected from the world. I, I'm I have a box with some aluminum foil protecting uh, I'm me. I'm sorry. What kind of foil? Aluminum foil. What the
0: fu- get the fuck out of here?
2: But once in college, I had a girlfriend, and she went as a as a that sex worker. And I went as uh Hitler as a pimp and that was really That's classy. That was uh glad there are no photos of that. All right, Prince William and, All right, Prince yeah. William, well done. But I was wearing like a pimp jacket and but I she was oh, it was wildly inappropriate. <sighs> Different times. Well, All good. right. You, you you had you could have stopped well before No, that. no, I gotta keep going. Um yeah never, the, never stopped.
0: What yeah. about you, Marty? I, I went to um like uh, a, produce a TV producer invited me to his like big like stupid dumb.
1: Always dropping names and never dropping the actual names. Uh, set. Uh, a okay.
0: dumb, stupid party Halloween party up uh-huh. in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah, we know who it is. And um, <laughs> I put on uh, uh, some fishnets and a leotard and some cat ears, and went as a sexy cat, and. It was, I was not a sexy cat, but I went and there were a lot of sexy cats there and I've never received so many glares from sexy cats before. It was, it was pretty funny. Um, but that was really fun. I like that.
2: I just remembered one, uh, it was somebody like Nothing. yourself. I was invited Nothing. to a, a party in the Hollywood Hills oh. of, of a director. Oh yeah,
0: we yeah, we we know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. And the theme was dead celebrities. And so I was dating a uh, Japanese woman at the time, and so she wore like a like a newsy hat with big wraparound as Japanese shade, people
0: do. As Japanese that's what people they do. do. And I went
2: as uh, as um, the guy from the Beatles, <laughs> John Lennon, with bullet holes in him. So she was Yoko and I was John. Uh, and I wore the New York I Love a Heart New York shirt. And it was it was a pretty good Okay.
0: For some context, in Hollywood, like Halloween is a is a uh, it's a one it upmanship of like who can be more crass than the previous yes. person.
2: Well, but the theme of the party was dead celebrity. I was a dead celebrity. Right. I was yeah, John Lennon. Fair, He's fair, dead. Fair. And I was with my then wife who was played We're by my you were not married. Oh no, but John Lennon's wife was John. Oh, John, you, were, you were just in Yoko. character. Got it. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for respecting my craft.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh I. But I will say that wearing a leotard is not fun. So no. respect to all you gymnasts out there. And that, that
1: that you people can see that that costume on your OnlyFans site. Uh, How much
2: for you to poop into it? Just just like ballpark. Like, what's that going to run me?
0: Just you know what you have like to, like and subscribe you have to put in your credit card number, but you won't be charged until you know
2: if, the foot the football comes out of the uh it's more this, like the, a the, br- the brown starfish
0: it's more like a pelota from like higheye you know
2: no, um I do not know right. a pelota from. Hi- uh, <laughs> You're just saying consonants and vowels. You're not even words. A <laughs> polona from highlight. Yeah, I don't what know what are you. I'm what saying. are you on about? <laughs> you are left alone. I love alone that, way I love too that long. anybody
0: would ever accuse anybody on this podcast of what are you on about? Because this whole podcast is about. What being... Is he, what
2: are you on about? <laughs> <That> should <laughs> be <laughs> the title of this. <laughs> what in the world <laughs> what are you, are you about? on? Uh, um, uh, seriously Duncan What are you on about
0: okay. What We have 22 minutes left Do we oh, want to talk God. about something silly Or something serious uh, but, but also funny
1: What
2: silly
0: what? and funny What
2: not possible
0: All right mm-hmm. Or do you want to just talk about uh, movies uh, I'm, I'm offering this to you it, it was all in the outline
1: You It's your you pick Marty you ask the hard questions Oh, okay. I think we already talked about movies.
2: Uh, everyone go see. No one will help you. Okay. Or save no you. No one will help you. No one will save you. So, uh, do you all know who Jan Wenner is?
1: Yeah. You say that so resignedly, like, yeah. Uh, well, it's funny. It's the news is that he's a big fucking asshole, and you know what? I already knew that. Okay. Well,
2: yeah, that's not like news. He's whoa, whoa, whoa. been an asshole for a hundred okay, years. Well, let's yeah. let's let's back whoa, it up. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa!
1: Whoa! 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 Jan Wenner, he started. He was unpack the story. What? I said, I, I'm 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 supporting you. Go ahead, unpack the story. Okay, unpack.
0: Okay, so he was a co-founder of Rolling Stone magazine, which mm-hmm. was established in the '60s, maybe. 60s? It was like 1971. 1971? I actually
1: think. Uh, you, I, the first, the first it was uh, How I Won the War, John Lennon. So that that was like before the Beatles broke up. So it would be like 1970. All right.
0: Um, when I was like three or four, my mother sent me out to the, the store to buy a copy of it and at, at the, the local newsstand and, and, uh, it was called Fran's and Fran would not sell it to me because I was a, a child and, um, he, he, is that what they told you? No, that's what Fran told me. He said, like, you cannot, um, uh, so, if you ever saw Almost Famous, that was based on uh, what was the guy's name? Uh,
2: no, he wrote for Cream. No, Cameron Crowe wrote for. Um, oh, but the 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 character in the movie Lester Bangs. Lester Bangs wrote for Cream. Oh, okay, but, but yes, uh, uh, and Ben Cameron Crowe wrote for Rolling Stone yeah, when he was a and, high schooler.
0: Yes, and and that was what um, that was the basis of that character and Almost Famous. Ben Fong Torres was in that movie. Um, Hunter S. Thompson. It, it's it's a he's in that movie. It, no, the the magazine. What? Oh. Uh, w- um, it it's a a foundation of American pop culture in the. It's 70s. not the band.
2: It's not. It's no, a it's, magazine. It's, it's the, and Sensitive it's not. The and it's not the song. Like a, uh, it's a magazine. Right. Right. And Jan
0: Wenner. Who was one of the founders of it. He, he's friends with the Rolling Stones, and, and he just came out with a, a, book. a book. A book? Yeah. What kind of book? Uh, a book of the interviews that he did. It's called oh. The Masters, Conversations oh. with Dylan, Lennon, Jagger, Townsend, Garcia,
2: Bono, and Springsteen. Um, so a diverse palette of the music. Scene.
1: Yeah, all the different, all, the whitest, all oldest, the whitest
2: ball. men who are old and white. And yes, men. yes, and in a what New Tom York, Petty wasn't available. Uh, he was preoccupied. <laughs> he was dead. Uh, he was
3: too poor.
0: Cool. Yeah, preoccupied, dude. Do you not understand euphemism?
1: Mm. Um, these these are all, uh, basically all of the interviews that he ever did over his entire career. Yeah,
0: and these are all his close friends. You know, he's close friends with. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he's close friends with um, uh, Jerry Garcia, who's dead. He's um, long dead. Yeah, but anyhow, uh, in a New York Times interview, he was asked um, why there were no black or female artists featured in this book about masters. Mm-hmm. And he said female of uh, female artists, he said none of them were as articulate enough on this intellectual level to be included in this list
2: of well their brains are smaller that's just uh, science that's
0: science and then of the black artists like marvin Gaye and curtis mayfield he said they just didn't (laughs) articulate on that level Mm. like you don't you know on what level on the level of mastery and uh okay in response very swiftly, he was re- removed from the board of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And um, uh, my question to you, Steve, is why do
2: you keep defending him? Well, he he he, he hosts a, a once a year holiday party that I go to, and it is the whitest, oldest, whitest thing you'll ever go to there's Springsteen there's Southside Johnny and the Jukes there's uh there's Steve Miller they're all the white guys and so like, there's, the guy, there's the guy from the band Bad Company whatever his yeah, name is but they're all there they'll
0: pour one out for Clarence Clemens because he's dead
2: but he was and never no invited he was never invited you know Yep. And we talk about old-timey rock and roll stuff, and it's just great. And then we do a Secret Santa, and then I go home, and I go, we got to do this next year. So <laughs> I have a great time at his holiday party. Okay. But other than that, he's a piece facts, of shit. the facts are the facts, Steve. Come on.
1: Jerry Lewis is there. Jerry Lewis and uh...
2: yeah, Elvis Presley is there. They're not dead. Jim Morris and all. All white, lame, old, white, yeah. lame, white people are there. Hey, Paul and, yeah. and it's as if rap never happened, nor jazz, nor R and B, nor uh, women, so, for that so matter. Women, yeah. I mean, they, they, they. I mean, they can sing backup. There are a couple of backup singers by the piano in case I don't know. Maybe Bruce will sit down and tinkle the ivories.
1: Speak,
0: though, but I'm they don't speak. Yeah, they're sorry, just standing. What does he do to the ivories?
2: He uh, he uh, tickles, tingles, tick, tink, tinkies. I, I heard. I heard
0: you say that he peed on them.
2: He pisses on the. Uh, oh, that's Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> or no, that's uh, uh, Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry, who was never he's not, invited. He's not allowed. Never it. invited. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Invited. What is yeah. Chuck, who invited Chuck Berry? He's pissing everywhere. Okay. Um, so that's a pretty clear
0: cut case of like, wow, this is a very privileged, uh, successful
1: white man who's completely out of touch with um, his.
2: Soon he's to be a, a
1: Supreme Court what, what justice? Is, I, this is the thing. He honestly he's always been a fucking dick. Okay. Longstone has always been a racist magazine. Always. It just it used I mean, I realized it was a racist magazine like in nineteen eighty five when I was still a racist. Okay, so
0: what what, were, what were the cues for you? Well, Another I, ELO cover? Why
1: is there an ELO yeah, cover? Stop when, it.
0: Oh my god, Jeff, it's,
1: what's his name?
0: Is does Jeff, not, does Lynn, Jeff, Lynn, Lynn, Jeff Lynn, Lynn, Lynn is Lynn. everywhere
1: it's it's rolling stone rolling stone was was out of time i mean remember spin magazine came out and all of a sudden i was like oh oh that's right so you can it, have a, a rock and roll magazine that, that features black people okay but to be fair spin
0: magazine was started by bob guccian jr this yeah. so, who was bankrolled by his
1: father who started you know what no who, the point the point is just that spin magazine had rock and roll and had rock and it had yeah, but, r&b and it had hip-hop okay. it had everything and it was just in when it first came out, in con- it was like in contrast to Rolling Stone, it was a shock, and yes. that was like 1985, right? But and it wasn't. It didn't matter that Bob Guccione supported it or anything. Junior, it was just like, holy shit! That's right. Rolling Stone is just about white people.
2: Wait, I, I, I'm cur- I want to stop for one second. What What's wrong with Bob Guccione? Yeah, what is wrong with Bob
0: oh? You know what's wrong with Bob Guccione Junior is that he no, can't- no
2: no 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 not Bob Guccione Junior. Bob Guccione, who bankrolled oh, his son's... Oh, Caligula. What? Caligula? What?
1: He Have you made seen it? Made. It's a porn movie, so what?
2: It's, it's like watching a PBS I, Claudius, and then like, oh, these two chicks are fucking blowing a dude. It's the best. It's so fucking... It's written by Gore Vidal, and then, I don't know, why don't you uh, fucking butt fuck this chick for half an hour, and I'll film it. Like, it's, it's perfection. It is... Every person acting in it has a sir or dame in front of their name, and then they cut to let's put a couple of playmates in there and have them sixty-nine right, each other.
1: Playmates. I mean, yeah. I haven't
2: seen it, but I've always wanted to. Oh, I've seen it in the theater. It's hilarious. Oh. And you, you're watching it, you're like, you don't need this porn now. Like, I, it's on my phone, but at the time, it was like a high class.
1: Yeah.
2: And also, Guccione was like very into. Uh, renewable energy he financed Um, omni omni magazine he was a painter like uh, to call him a pornographer like you look at the stuff that he did you're like okay so he showed women naked which apparently is very big on the internet um and oh really and i don't know just what's his fucking what's this little snowflakes prop where'd marty go he's gone
1: Oh, I don't. Know. He was so disgusted with the idea that we were He's defending like,
2: Bob, Ucci- uh, Bob Guccione Jr., Jr. is a piece of shit, and Spin magazine sucks. And why are uh, every time I hear this, uh, like Rolling Stone did some expose on something that I was like, "What are they doing? Who cares?" Yeah, and I, I can't believe it's still a thing.
1: Well, and then and then and then uh Jan Wanner or whatever his name, Jan Wainer, whatever his name is. The thing is, he was such a fucking baby boomer that. It, that Rolling Stone went went from being kind of a liberal magazine to being a conservative magazine with P.J. O'Rourke writing shit. Like, the minute that uh, that the baby boom turned 35, it was like... I, it, was just, I, I, I,
2: it feels like a hangover from another era. Like, yeah, just don't, it you, I don't... It became, more,
1: it became less and less relevant, like, and that was... Thirty years ago, and I can't believe it still exists.
2: I, I, it's like Playboy. Like I, every now and then, right. I'm like, "Oh, they still." Oh, at
1: least
0: they're like naked ladies. Oh,
2: speaking of Playboy,
0: they don't. They don't have naked
2: I, ladies in Playboy anymore. I, I rewatch uh, uh, a, a movie in my called. Old uh, ones
0: there. They're still there, you know. But they I know we're, we're not supposed to talk about Movies again, in, but in Rolling Stone.
2: I've been reviewing old movies that I liked, like old Coen Brothers movies. Which, fucking, those guys are the best. Yeah. Um uh, To go from. Blood Simple to Raising Arizona, totally. It's just like these are the same dudes. It's fucking crazy. But um, Raising I, Arizona is fun, I, I, I rewatched a movie that I've only seen once or twice, and it's been decades. But I rewatched Star 80, directed by uh, Peter Bob no. No. no, 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 Bob. No. He, Fosse? He's in it. Bob, Fosse. Bob Fosse, who doesn't have a shitty movie in his short career. Like they're all you fucking did, like three movies. He did like six movies. All right.
1: Yeah, they're right. all
2: really good. Isn't yeah. Lenny not very good? I love Lenny. Oh, I've, I've never been...
0: seen Lenny. That's with uh Dustin
2: Hoffman playing. It's really um, good playing Lenny, uh, Lenny, Bruce. Lenny Bruce. But uh I, Eric Roberts is unbelievable. He uh, is I, so
0: good in that movie.
2: He's like it's crazy. He's a moron but just like the, the, everyone should just watch menacing. that movie just and study it for pacing because it just keeps up cutting and you're like oh shit so, shit's happened and they moved they move the story along they move they keep you sucked in where it could be like, I'm going to Hollywood to take some pictures and she takes some pictures. And she gets famous and she gets movie roles and then he gets jealous. Like the thing moves. It's such a fucking great pace.
0: And it's a biopic about what's her name again? Dorothy North- Stratt- yes. Dorothy, Stratton Dorothy Stratton was a
2: playmate oh, in the eighties and her boyfriend slash manager played by Eric Roberts was very jealous. and He's kind of a scumbag. Kind and of. in the end he murders her and kills himself because yeah. he's over overwhelmed with, jealousy etc it's just so fucking good like i forgot how captivating just the whole package was so
0: and all that jazz cabaret right did you do cabaret yeah
2: Yeah. yep you did cabaret um charity free charity Uh, okay that that one's there yeah yeah but
0: but like what a a visionary and and that is something that ai will not uh, the
2: guy knows how over. to cut like he not just a scene but just like keep the story moving oh, yeah. along and i've been watching a lot of tarantino and that guy can write a scene like no other human has he, ever yeah. existed but his movies go on, like once you watch stop. them you're like okay i'm gonna fast forward this scene and i'm gonna keep my yeah, yeah. oh, okay okay cool. No, yeah. this scene
0: I've, look i've i've had many people be like you're an idiot you don't know what you're talking about I'm like just just make it shorter uh nobody ever complained
1: that a movie was too short, you know. Do you, were they talking about? Well why were they calling you an idiot? I mean cuz there might have been some other reason. Ouch. So, uh so Jan Wenner, he
0: deserves to be canceled. Um canceled. No. I, mean, I, don't
2: think, I, should, I I shouldn't I shouldn't say
0: canceled. He should, he deserves to be chastised.
2: He, doesn't, I, I, he deserves to be ignored that's exactly what I, just okay. ignore him Fair. it doesn't matter Fair. he has uh, it, everyone's like oh he's been keeping blacks out of the rock and roll hall of fame where is the rock and roll hall of fame and who has ever been to it cleveland like it doesn't exactly Bill a water city a piece of garbage city it's just like the hot like the hollywood fucking star whatever that thing the walk of fame walk of fame like it doesn't matter I know, but when you see prince
0: playing for george harrison it's one of it the best matter. things ever i, 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 I know but best it, things it ever
2: it, it's in 100 years we're not going to remember so i will I rem, that will
0: that will live on when you're beyond, 155 years no, old it'll, it'll be like it will outlast the Play the youtube of video fame. of prince it's a, it's a it's one of my favorite who musical performances. Who cares though? Like who me, cares who's in the rock and I don't. give a shit.
2: Yeah, I mean, so yeah. he's not a gatekeeper. He's just a white guy, a privileged white guy with a platform who just likes music him. and couldn't play a lick. You know, but that's but and that's I fine. watch I watch all these YouTube nerds who turn mm. me on to new great music and are like listening to every album. Uh, Anthony Fantino, whatever his name is, the world, the internet's busiest music nerd. And he's always turning me on to stuff and he has great reviews. Like, I don't need, what's his name? Jan Jan, Jan Wain- anyway. Okay, I don't need that fucking turd. Like, hey, fuck I can guy. find the new awesome stuff fuck from that the guy. internet. Fuck that guy. All right. But why are we talking about well, it? Well, because no, I'm educated. No, no,
0: because I want to get to the next one person who came up at, at around the same time this is while uh last week um hassan Mina- minaj um uh canadian i mean a, a comedian uh who yeah they can't be you can't be both no because he's from davis there aren't any canadian comedian he's he's a, from Dan. northern california uh, and Ugh. he he was called out uh yes. in a, a a similar but different way um he, not similar
2: not similar at all, but just completely the same different.
0: Way. It's not totally different. <laughs> okay. But he was called out. Okay. That's
2: yeah. Right. Yes. That. Happened. All right.
0: So go ahead. Then what was he called out for? Go ahead. Or do you want me In to- his
2: act, he was saying, he was telling some stories about things that like, like he was, he happen. and his son were, were attacked and threatened. And it was to set up a joke about racism and anti-Islamophobia, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. And it turned out he just made it all up.
0: Right. Okay, so he specifically said that he received a an envelope filled with white, a, powder. white powder that fell on his child. Mm. Uh and then he also um said he, there were like four things that stood out. Um uh he said that he encountered an FBI informant uh who had infl- infiltrated uh Muslim communities did not do that. Um and then he, he there were a couple other things. Oh, he told the story about being rejected by a girl in high school, a white girl, uh, because he was um um Muslim and he wanted to take and her. That to prom. Never, never he's never been rejected by a white girl. Yeah, exactly. Uh but in his version the rejection took place right before the prom. When in fact it took place days before, uh, and you know, not a huge deal that one. But here's the thing: like his, I, I think his rationale is like I'm trying to tell a larger story about uh, what it's like to to be uh, marginalized and to to uh, be a victim of racism.
2: Uh huh. Uh
0: huh. I would argue that his job is to tell jokes. And I don't know yeah. if any of these stories made his jokes funnier. They might have uh, garnered more sympathy, but I don't know <clears throat> if they made them funnier.
2: I don't know his material. I don't follow him. But it is, it's a classic stand-up thing to do where you say, I got this buddy and he got a thing in the mail. He's, he's Muslim and he got a thing in the mail and it had powder in it. and like You project it onto another character that you're making up. Right, like, like, that's how you. F- that's the solve. Like, you don't say this thing happened to me because we're in this like, Hana Gads- Gadsby, Gatsby. Gads- yeah, sure. A- era, cool. era of like, oh no, this isn't stand up. Like, this is my one woman show. So he's like, tell, you know, and if you did a one woman show about how your stepdad raped you, and your stepdad's in the audience, like, what? <laughs> yeah, what and, you, and, and like you just clear, made that up. Yeah, to, but to it, be it, clear, it, I'm that, talking like, about women. The the. the I, from
0: people. when I read the the uh, the girl that from his high school rec- was received harassment from uh, from that bit, even though you know, like who knows what her motivations were, uh, but it was not the circumstances. Well, how they know it was her?
2: I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but so I file this under don't pay any attention.
0: Right? W- well. But he still has a stage though. Like so do we do we ignore him and not not listen to him? Because I think he's really smart and I think he's I I I like him as a a
1: performer. I I don't know if I I like this type of of joke telling. Can I can I say this? This is this is my problem with the whole idea of canceling or what you just like I dislike um, the sort of the premise of the question of what should we do about him? My my feeling is that um, he, I think he, I, I've i seen well, the show that I saw him on. I saw him a couple of his, this Patriarch show. I thought it was very funny. I don't know. I don't think it's okay to lie. I think that's ridiculous. And, and he, and I think that he's basically whatever it has. I don't, I don't have any, I'm not an arbiter of anything. I think that he shouldn't be, uh, he was up for, the Daily Show, I think is probably I wouldn't hire I wouldn't if I was a producer of the Daily Show, I wouldn't hire him to be the host of the Daily Show because there's this controversy about some really questionable things that he, he came up with. I don't think So he then you're saying the that we should
0: do something.
1: What? So you said we shouldn't do like something There's no we here. I'm just saying, I'm because the thing is, there's no we here. There's no right thing to do. I'm saying if I was in their position, I wouldn't do it. Not because what he did crossed a line, but because there's this swirl around him. So right now, I'm looking for someone to take the place to take the the host of the Daily Show. Not a good time to pick that guy. If I was casting, you know, the Daily Show right now, doesn't mean he should be. He should be blackballed from all no, of entertainment. No, no. I'm not saying anything. That's that's all I'm. I'm not. I just feel like there's a there's a, not. And I'm not saying that you're doing it, but there's a kind of like. Sure, what no, is no. the right response as a culture to people who do these certain things, and even just couching it in in, in like, it happened in the same week, and Jan Wenner is a is and has been a fucking dick. Um, and he has allegedly,
2: allegedly, no, he, uh, you know, what? Oh.
0: he, he stiffed me. Like I, when I was waiting tables,
1: he like, that you're me, making like, for comic effect. You're no, you can no longer be on the daily show. You Damn just it. made up that whole I was so story. close. Damn it. Yeah. You have no idea. You were going to be, you were like the next guy in line. I they were fucking... looking, they were looking for a funny Chinese. I
2: strangely agree with John. Like. it's not up to us but i also strangely agree with marty where there is a line where when you are doing comedy you are making shit up and louis ck often did he's like i was at a bar on friday Yeah, yeah. well i'm lying i really wasn't there but this is we're doing comedy and you you set up a a premise but when you're talking about things and you're claiming they happen to you and they're like Tapping into like these emotions, yeah, yeah I think. And, and politics, you cross the line, frankly, like, yeah. It, for yeah. for me, I if the audience loves it, they're like, yeah, tell us more. Oh my god, they fucking burned a cross on, on my yard, you know, mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Like, really? Like, no, but that helps sell the narrative because everyone else is making shit up well, in the world anyway. So, but then also, but the- for me, I, I I have less of a connection, but with yeah. him as a storyteller.
0: Right, but there there are those storytellers who tell deeply emotional stories that are, like, very uncomfortable and funny. You know, um, right? But
2: to say that someone tried to kill your kid with anthrax—that's no, no, no. Like,
0: my—that's my point. Is that when? What, wait, when what's they, your point? Oh, I'm sorry. You you totally, totally. Wait, kind of that's your point?
2: Derailed it. No, I'm sorry. What? No. When when there are those? I'm where, sorry. What? <laughs> this is my legal tactic. I just go. Estelle says, "What? This is like the the total like
0: oh, um, I'm I'm uh, this is like what Trump does except on the the opposite end of of yes, like exactly. momentum." Biden Dude. says, "What? Yeah, exactly. Let's go, Brandon. What? All right. All right. Huh? What do you want, buddy? I am Brandon. Man, what's what's up with that? Okay, dark Brandon. Yeah." I'm dark branded. That's my really, really shitty Biden. Uh all right. So we we have reached an end here. Like no an apex. Yeah. A, and we're a zenith.
1: Way, I, wanna, a na- I wanna nader. A nader. A nader.
0: A nader. It's called Bro. a nader. nader.
1: yeah. Nadir. It's a nader. A nader, nadir, nader, 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 nader. Is it nader? What? Nader sh, Nadir
0: you're stroking again. Um, it, we are have reached a, a natural conclusion, and I thank you both for being uh, on. That's what she said. No, she never. I'm concluding.
2: Said... I'm concluding. I'm naturally concluding.
0: Oh, yeah, no, she oh. never said that. She said like, oh, oh
2: I concluded. Oh, he this... said, are
0: you done? No, yet? she said like, well, this is awkward. Um. Anyhow,
2: learn to wrap it
0: up. Come on, I'm wrapping it up. Shut wrap, the fuck up. Faster, like faster. no, make John not interrupt me with, with like non sequitur. You gotta talk over him. You gotta talk over. Him. All right, you gotta, right. You gotta, you gotta right. own this. Okay. Own right. it. You can do it. I own okay. it. okay, you can do I, it. I, it. Peter WG, thank you so much for your softballs. If you wanna submit Oh-ho! softballs, we love those. No, that's no more softballs. Things. That was terrible. I, I don't know if you understand how. Oh no! Talk through them. Talk over them. Talk through them. Um, and so, please, noonerpodcast at gmail.com. dot That's noonerpodcast on at x at x. Um, I, is, that's weird, right? Uh, so, uh, do you guys have anything to plug? No.
1: Uh, not currently.
0: No. All right. I I I'm working on this outline for this um help file that I really think is gonna make um like seven users like use this software a little bit easier so i just want to um phil uh dennis um wall walter if you're out there just stay tuned it's coming your way and i know you you're big fans hey hey steve i i saw you sigh i heard everybody heard you sigh like this is plug time Okay, you, you, if you do it right in front of the the pop filter, we don't get the sigh.
2: It stinks. That fuck. All right. Well, that's
0: what that that's fuck. what your wife says to me all the time. It Pimp stinks. That fuck. What? Pimp.
1: That. that fuck. fuck. Three. Two.
2: One.
1: He's got, he's got to get his boombox. What are you doing back there? <laughs>
2: Hold on. I got to find the right the right 8-track uh, and pop it in the old 8-track.
1: All right. There you, you go.
3: Three,
0: okay. You know what? Two, You're not one. the boss of me. No, no. I've got another segment to do.
1: Oh, good. It's Will called. shit talk. It's shit talk. No. It's called PTF. What does that stand for, Marty?
3: get that box. If that fuck the credil- to it, dip, it, dip. It, dip. It, that Bad, that fuck. Oh, yeah, Oh, yeah, Oh, yeah, Oh, yeah,
2: This has been a smogco internet production. Sit. Only at Smodcast.com.